Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are children of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Arsenal fared well against one of the big boys. Newcastle bloody well won and Rooney's coming home. PT's on the pod, PT's on the pod, everybody at PT's on the pod, PT's on the pod, Pete Donaldson! Hello everyone, might, I might make a calendar month, I might not. It's a non-southern <laughs> accent on the pod. <laughs> I forgot, yeah, you are all quite southern, aren't you? Pete I give a little northern flavour to proceedings. Flavour! Straight off the plane, tired as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a wild one! Pete's just come back from Japan, his mm. spiritual and sometimes literal home. Yeah. Yes. He looks like Oliver Reed on Michael Aspel that time. Indeed yeah. he does. Jug of vodka and orange in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking a lot of this little bottle that you can drink. A lot of the Japanese people, um, if they know they're going to have a big one, uh, they buy a little bottle of... Um, it's got a picture of a liver on the front. Oh, no. And it's supposed to stave off hangovers. I can confirm that it fucking doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> An early swear from Pete Donaldson there. Yes, hello everyone. Thank yes. you for letting me back on the podcast. It's changed so much. That's we've all had, right. We've had well, new games, new clothing. Luke's you... drawing his hair a little bit more. We've got cameras in the studio. Until we get the key off you, you can't. We can't stop you coming. <laughs> yeah, DJ, yeah, yeah. But no, Duke, mm. uh, Jim and a Duke as a collective. Jim and Luke. <laughs> That's our rap. Yeah. Uh, out, Jewish Jim. Yeah, he's they back. Out, they outvoted me, and so you're back. <laughs> um, but let's uh, move on to the Premier League, shall we? Arsenal. They got a goal and a draw against Liverpool. A good match at the Emirates. They went toe to toe, Jimmy baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very entertaining. It was enjoyable to watch. And uh... did you find it enjoyable to watch, even though when even when Arsenal were a goal behind? 
Um, yes, because there was something that felt different about it. Um, it, it, it didn't feel like the stadium went, oh, for God's sake, like, like it has done so much in the past, like yeah. God knows even how long. Uh, it, it, there was patience and the, the, the fans were behind the team. The fans were amazing. Like, it was really, really loud. It, it can happen. It does happen sometimes. And, yeah. and uh, Emery made the point of that and a few of the players did as well. And that, that's obviously a useful sort of weapon. Do you detect um, a wind of change, to quote the very, Scorpion? Yeah, very yeah. much so. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see you quote the Scorpions more often. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jim, do you, think, do you think the idea of this, this, this atmosphere there, and despite for, I mean, for what, about 20 minutes or so, them going a goal behind, mm. um, and it was, you know, obviously the first half was nil-nil and all the rest of it, do you think the way that Unai Emery conducts himself in comparison to how Arsene Wenger did plays into that? Because Emery lives everything. He kicks every ball, he's up does. and down, Absolutely. he's clapping his hands. Yeah. I think people, from my experience of being in football stadiums, Home partisan home fans are really like that, yeah. and I think he's he's really tapped into something. There. Yeah, and I mean we've seen we've seen him behave like that throughout the season, but it felt like he he actually rose to the occasion as well. He was more animated than we've seen him, just mm. because this game I suppose means more and is is the first kind of first game that you can view as a really fair test of of what he's trying to do. Given that Chelsea and, and Man City were so early on in the season, um, so yeah, I was just impressed with the, with the way they played. It was a fantastic goal from from Lacazette. Uh, and the ball from Awobi as well hasn't had, had a lot of credit from, from what I've seen. He's but been like, so he, good this season. He really has as well. It's, yeah. it's the fact that, as, as you, a, a drum that you've banged yourself quite a lot, Luke, was that Wenger got to a point where he wasn't improving players. And we're seeing that already with, with Emery Xhaka as well. The tackle that Xhaka made on, on Mo Salah was, was absolutely well. superb. The Xhaka. Him and Torreira both, both played well, mm. actually. And They um, suit each other. Yeah, I think so. A mistake from Leno for the goal? Though? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shame. Mm. But well, you know, still well, early days. Well, yeah, we're, yeah. we're just sort of going. Oh well, no, Peter Cech isn't very good anymore. Oh, <laughs> let's give it to Len. Oh God! Starting <laughs> <laughs> no. both. We talked. We talked last week. I think it was about how the the role that goalkeepers are now being asked to play mm. means that they're gonna they're gonna make more mistakes, mm. and, and 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 those mistakes are by their nature going to be quite. And, high and the coaches that coaches these 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 players aren't used to playing as sweeper keepers necessarily either, are they? They're not used to being these ball playing. So there needs to be a different kind of coaching method uh, to, to, towards... You're about to advertise your new sweeper keeper academy. Exactly. Pete, Pete Donaldson's sweeper keeper academy. Come and watch me. I've got big hands and even bigger legs. Is, uh, and, and your appendage, of course. Um, uh, <laughs> Don't forget that. Is, Don't forget uh, that. <laughs> um, is the academy in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm setting up businesses. Um, you and on, Fernando Torres teaming up. On Thursday, <laughs> We talked about Andrew. Yaku- the Yakuza have spent, spent so much money on this project. And Andrew, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> and, Allegedly. Andrew's Andrew, Andrew in this year. I don't think we're going to get sued by the Yakuza. That's <laughs> a pretty bold move. No, we, might, we might get sued by Pete. That's fine. Yeah. That's I'm a member now. I've got a file that big on Donaldson. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I've got four fingers. We, we, talked, we talked on Thursday. Um, I've actually got one of Pete Donaldson's fingers in the file. Is that yeah. right? We, we talked on, on, on Thursday about how Liverpool should, should or maybe will approach this. And. I thought, I was convinced they were going to see how slow Arsenal have started uh, in, in a lot of these games. In First half unbeaten, performance. Yeah, mm. on, this, on this unbeaten run. Liverpool mm. were going to try and blitz them. But what actually, if you take the game as a whole, what actually transpired was that Arsenal had quite a lot of the ball. Mm. Liverpool played on the break, um, which you can sort of understand. But I wonder whether Klopp gave Arsenal quite a lot of respect going into this game. Saying they're at the Emirates. And you pointed out, Marcus, last week when I said that, that well, Arsenal's home record was very good. So... Maybe they maybe they won't do that because of the respect. And you're mm. absolutely right. 
I wonder whether Liverpool would have got more joy. I know they're unlucky with one or two decisions, but whether they yeah, would have the got more, goals, yeah, yeah, whether they would have got more joy had they just taken it to Arsenal, just taken mm. them to task, and see what yeah. they were made of, particularly defensively. Yeah. Well, what was what was interesting was you know we've been saying before that Arsenal was starting slowly and need to just sort of come out of the blocks a bit faster, but they very pointedly did at the weekend. Clearly, it was get at Liverpool straight away, just hit them full throttle to start with, and and it helped because it sort of Arsenal managed to disrupt Liverpool's rhythm quite a bit, which you don't see that many teams do. It was really interesting interesting ding-dong of two teams that are both comfortable on the ball and hitting on the break. Yeah. So more... It was please. a great game. It was, yeah. yeah. And when you say about, <clears throat> excuse me, Arsenal upsetting Liverpool's rhythm and so on, you know, much has been made of, of Lucas Torreira and his uh, yeah. emergence, you know, he played very well for Sampdoria last season. Arsenal, everyone thought, oh, this is a good player, you know, and, and he's, he's proven that. And I sort of think every team probably needs a Uruguayan midfielder. Yeah. He's absolutely I couldn't fantastic. believe my luck when I yeah. saw the rumours linking us with him. <laughs> Didn't know anything about him. Uruguayan defensive midfielder? Yes, yes please. please. Yeah. <laughs> they say we're a bit soft at the court. We're not now. <laughs> we're not now. <laughs> it was 26, whatever, 26 million pound, whatever it was. Very, very well spent. Mm. He, he looks fantastic. He, he looks really good. Screen in the back four. He's small, but he's tenacious. Um, he's small, small in stature, of course, but obviously quite tough in the tackle. Mm. And the one thing about him is he he has that balance of being defensively very very solid he sees danger he can tackle quite well but every single thing he thinks about when he's got the ball at his feet is forward mm. he looks forward and a lot of the time you don't find um players in that position doing that all, yes. all the time a, a, a very very sort of common criticism of someone playing that position is oh they play the ball square they Sideways play the ball passes. Passes. yeah mm. Whereas he's he's very very positive within that role which is actually quite a rare thing at that top level I, I think. think you're right if you get a if you get a player there who is responsible with the ball and they get it and as soon as they get it they're thinking forward or, or at times direct because that's perfectly legitimate yeah. play, way of playing uh, and then you think, okay, nothing's on. Then the sideways pass. Whereas mm. if it's the first one, is the sideways pass. As I say, fans can. Uh, well, it well, just needs to be uh, what it is. I think is a bit of humility. It's a bit of this is my job. I, I can I can win the ball. I can screen the back four. I can see danger. In Torreira's case, in, in that game particularly, he's got Abamyang, Erzil, Mkhitaryan, and Lacazette in front of him. A lot of they're all yeah. creative players. So give them the ball as quick as you can. Yeah. That's what you've got to do. And more often than not, they're going to be in front of you. Uh-huh. And that's why he plays so positively. And it, and it works well. And and, and you know. I thought it was a game of great quality and yeah. I really enjoyed watching do, it. Do you reckon Liverpool were disrupted slightly by that horrible Mo Salah statue that they've Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that would well, have we're been not sure if we, on my mind. Did they see that before or after yeah, the game? Well, yeah. Let's hope for their sake that they've not seen it at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> truly terrifying. Is it what, up there with the Ronaldo bust? I think it's more bizarre, it's I more think. Bizarre. Yeah. It's the Ronaldo more, one's yeah. quite enjoyable. It's, Ronaldo's one's just a, a poorly rendered face. But it, right? Which is yeah. quite enjoyable. Me and Lou both said the exact same thing. Leo Sayer. Yeah. It looks yeah. like Leo Sayer. I feel yeah. like... Yeah. The, the, and it does not make me feel like dancing. But will eventually <laughs> like, be a sort of market for a museum with all of these in them? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The, I think, the weird Do you not Southampton think these people well. do them deliberately? Yeah, I wonder. Just to get like... Isn't everyone a troll nowadays? Isn't everyone a bloody Piers Morgan? It seems like a lot of work to try and go viral on football blogs for a bit. You're not going to get gonna, anything from I'm going to I'm going to make talent. a statue of a footballer and see if we can't get it, I don't know, around the world. If so, there are any artists or the like listening, whatever talent you've got, do it a bit less. There's only, one, you, there's only yeah. one artist I acknowledge. Pete Donaldson. Yeah. yeah. He's an artist. Formally, formally known as. Some wags might suggest that um, <laughs> the statue of Mo Salah has actually been playing for Liverpool a couple of times oh, this season. No, but I couldn't possibly comment. Yeah, mm. that would be a silly thing to do. A lot of comments from Luke Miller. Milner played well, by the way. He did play well. Of course he does. Yeah, this goal. I tell you what, if you wanted yeah. one person on that opportunity, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what chance in percentage terms did he have of blazing that over the bar? I'd say it's less than one percent. Mm. He's the most reliable human being. 
that's ever existed. He in hit football. it hard and it and it bounced off the ground probably two or three times yeah, before to going. Make sure, the to make sure. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky one. Can't you can't save them? No. Can't save them. <laughs> no. Good old Jamesy Milner. Uh right, let's move on to Newcastle United. They Yay! won. They won. Yes. That's but why Pete I came Donaldson back. on his way home. <laughs> summoned you back. I that, yeah. saw a headline, Peter, in one of the papers that said uh, What? I didn't do it. What? No. <laughs> well, I'm glad you denied it because it said something about Newcastle fan tries to uh, get at Mike Ashley's security had to intervene. Yes, and I thought so, yeah. I think he's still in Japan. Yeah, so I, no, I didn't do that. Okay, I think, <laughs> but I was taking time off until they won, but they finally won. But Pete, what did you make after, of... after after a rather poor, um, poorly observed uh, minute silence? I thought the Newcastle fans really? themselves down there. A few oh, people started clapping, and then everyone started clapping. Well, no, no. To, to be fair to them, the, 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 some people do the clap now. Don't yeah, they? yeah. Or the do, minute yeah, silence. Yeah, not in a minute silence. Though. No, no, no. They do. No, some people do because I know. I think in Italy, they, traditionally, they used mm. to do clapping throughout a minute silence, and that has filtered it's around. Just bizarrely well, observed. But, uh, but then it's, I suppose it's, it's poorly. No, no, no. I, I don't. I disagree with you because I think with a minute silence when it's all quiet you will inevitably get the odd dickhead that shouts oh, that didn't know. happen in the other stadiums though they were quite no. well observed it, it, was, it, it, it managed of. to happen in pretty much every other stadium but and you... they managed to observe a minute silence everyone got a bit confused and just started clapping but I think it's it was con- just a bit sad no, but it, I think it's confusion I don't think anyone's being a no. dickhead there because sometimes you are clapped no uh, no I don't think there's dickheadery I just think it's just poorly observed just weird yeah, I suppose you. I suppose game. basically you couldn't enjoy Newcastle winning and keeping a clean sheet. You had to say that something. No, was exactly. Bad. No, uh, no. Yeah. I thought they were fantastic. I think. I think. Uh, I think they rode their luck. Uh, and for that's once, fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of attempts yeah. on the uh, Bradford's goal, but uh, I, th- I think. I think a great defence will always keep you from the very foot of the table. But if you can't score, you're in Big a trouble. little bit of trouble as well. But, but Pete, I mean, our top scorer last season was Perez with uh, eight, and Dwight Gale with six. I think. What do we always say about Benitez teams? Even though after eleven games. Games here, Newcastle are struggling badly. We know that struggling mm. to score goals. We always say they never get battered. And if you look at their goal difference, it's far better than mm. all the other teams around them already. It gives you a platform, doesn't it? But exactly. you need the ball. The exactly. Net. But one of the big stories coming at the back end of last week, Pete, where you were away, was that um, not only has Jamal LaSalle signed a new contract, which you'd understand would be mm. beneficial for everyone because if he does move, he'll they'll get a bigger fee for him, but at the same time, he gets a pay rise. But the comments he made about Mike Ashley of, of, of being seen as quite controversial saying he thought he was a great guy and people need to just concentrate on the football have you have you seen that story yeah have you what do you I make think, of that well I think he's um, he, his deal I think it only adds another year to his deal and I think it was just improved conditions financially for him I think because obviously yeah that's right yeah. Around, like, like Wilfred Zaha basically, basically, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously in that maybe there is a uh, agreement that you make a statement but if you're the captain of the club there's no point in screaming about um, the lack of transfer activity it probably was the right thing to say at the time um, I don't like it. Probably a lot of the a fair proportion of the Newcastle fans don't like it. But you know, he's the captain of the club, and he's trying to unite a whole city the, on his own. In the press conference, Benitez and organise a defence. Benitez massively undermined it as well because someone asked Benitez about Jamal Lascelles' comments, and then Benitez went, "Why well, only met him once?" <laughs> I mean that is true yeah. that is true was that when and they went for dinner recently yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. that's the only time apparently because I know he's I mean, dealt with him to, on the phone and to stuff, a man it? to a man I'd probably like to go drinking with Mike Ashley he looks like a yeah, fun yeah, guy yeah you have a fun he, time he vomits in blooming fireplaces is that who fun? doesn't love a bit <laughs> of that <laughs> it's, it's funny seeing a billionaire do it hang on who doesn't love a bit of that if you're, <laughs> if you're in a pub and there's a nice fireplace and everyone's yeah. a good time you're thinking this evening is incomplete unless someone <laughs> unless someone no, does no, a no, sick. No, 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 that's exactly. not the whole story. I want to hear burnt. I want to smell burnt sick. If Mike, <laughs> if Gordon, Mike Ashley totters in, flashing his wallet around, looking yeah. generous, there's no way you're going. You know what? I might call it a night now. No. You're sticking around yeah, exactly. to see what happens. 
No, I, I mean, I, you don't go straight no, to no, him no. throwing up in the fire. And you don't know the full story mental. because people, someone did say to him, Mike, will you do us a favour and put the fire out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he said yes. Yeah, All right, exactly. then. <laughs> 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 Bloody hell, Mike. Yeah. Your, your vomit is famously fire retardant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He vomited out a load of that, um, that uh, foam. Yeah. <laughs> We just been... bombed the foam. Oh, sorry, I thought it was an electrical fire. <laughs> He's like one of those birds that attack things. Yeah. Sick. Uh, yeah, so uh, there we are. It was a very instinctual header it from was, Perez. It, it was, was well nice done. Finish. The nice predictable finish. hero, Iosi Perez, yeah. once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. Not once again. <laughs> well, once yeah. again. He was, He's he was the top scorer for, for Newcastle last yeah, season. Yeah, that was his first one this season. He's yeah. been dreadful. Yeah, but last season. But last season. Let's not forget last Marcus season. Is, Marcus is a striker by trade. He's another part of the <laughs> yeah, strikers. You union. are absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. But did you see that goal scored in 2015? <laughs> <laughs> no, further back than that. Yeah. Nicholas yeah. Bent has gone down. Speak of that. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of men who've scored goals in the past. Punching a cab driver. Yeah. He's appealed at that, I think. He has appealed, yeah. so he's not yeah. inside. Don't think so. At the time of recording. No. Very wise-esque. Well, he, might be in, he, might be, he might be in the house. It's actually very wise oh, if you think about it. Do you get it? What? Attacking taxi drivers. Why is it Dennis what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He really should stay away from taxis. But yeah. no, this is not the first time he's got in trouble <laughs> with that, is it? No. So, not he's not going to take public transport, is he, Jim? Let's no. be honest. Um, yeah. He's the greatest Fair. footballer of all time. <laughs> <laughs> According to, to himself. Um, let's move on to Cardiff versus Leicester City. A great win for Leicester, considering all that's happened. Yeah. Uh, incredible that they managed to pick themselves up and, and get a win. And there were really great scenes of celebration when Damari Gray scored for, for Leicester. And at the end of the game, you could really see just what it meant to them and so on. And of course, you know, it doesn't change what happened and, and, and so on and so forth. But uh, but it, it was good to see. And they, they, they played well. And they got I, their I win. cannot imagine what was going through those. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. difficult. And, and dignity is such a hard... Yeah. So it's such a rare thing in football sometimes, and I think the way that uh, the, the club and the city have kind of um, uh, over the past over the past week sort of dealt with things has just been insane. Credit to Cardiff as well; they were yeah. incredible hosts what, what, at a very difficult time in a very difficult football match. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Warnock said after the game, it was just it was a difficult one mm. to try and sort of get the players up for it. And, well, not get the players up for it. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. It was difficult to approach it you know yeah. it, you it, could, it, could to be fair he has, found it, like, he has found it difficult to approach a lot of the games this season I was going to say yeah I was thinking to myself you only lost one nil, so I found I found that um, I obviously had, had an eye on the game because of because of everything that's gone on and, and I knew that the Leicester City players were going to be flying to Thailand that evening yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, so an incredibly professional job by them to, mm-hmm. to, to put that to one side and to, and to, and to get you know put in a decent performance and get the win um, because you, I'm not sure if you could have been forgiven for for, for having your mind elsewhere because mm. they're, they're professionals there to do a job and Claude Puel's comments which I'm sure you'll come on to were quite interesting but it, there's a difference between actually thinking that and being able to do it yeah. and then they were able to do that well Good yeah. for them. and people were a little bit upset that the referee Lee Probe booked Gray for having a message under his shirt and it's one of those ones where it's kind of, you know, I think... I, I just think it's a bit of a non-story you know what I mean? Yeah, it, I do It's an well. emotive subject but I think getting upset about it sort of denigrates the the strength the club has kind of, of course. Yeah, uh, uh, gone through this week. Did you see Probert's face as he did it? Yeah, like, it's he exactly. Can, he, he clearly, did, yeah. he clearly like, didn't he, want to do it, but yeah. it's, you know, it's freedom of expression that's, for better or worse, 
covered by the rules. Exactly. You know, and, and, I, I didn't see the Borough fans getting, you know, giving Jason McLean much leeway for his own kind of uh, things that he. Well, that's he a very be, different story. It's, it's a very. So I'm not equating the two, but and I think that it's, isn't covered by the rules. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so you don't have to wear a poppy, etc., etc. So of course, yeah. I'm not equating the two, but you could see the face of the face of the referee. He didn't want to do it. You know. Yeah, but but it's, it's the. I mean, I think Claude Puel just summed it up very eloquently and said, "We played like professionals. It was, and it was important for the referee to mm. be professional too." And that's it. Boom, done. The referee's got his job to do, he, he, and he did it. He did it exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no. Nice I, I dare me. say that Damari Gray knew he would have got booked, mm. yeah, and we'll be fine with it. Yeah, mm. there yeah, we go. Indeed, indeed. All right. After the break, we're going to talk about Spurs and Manchester City. See you in a moment. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm going to go and hit some golf balls and I'll, I might put Gary's head on one of them. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails with PTDs back in the chair. Hello. Jim was excellent in your absence, but you're back. Thanks, yeah. mate. I appreciate the barrage you get, though. Yeah. I it's, w- it's, it's a, don't turn on me. I'm not turning on you. I wanted to keep Jim in the... Because the, for me, as a manager, mm. I want um, Jim, <laughs> if he's playing well... Uh, he should keep his place. Mm. It's like Guendouzi under Emery. Yeah, yeah, but then, you know, luck can go for people, you know. Where, Malty's jaw. 
He I, came out of nowhere. Yeah, true. Uh, and you know, he, he, that, that fell in his lap, really. No, I think Jim made that opportunity himself. No. Do you reckon? Uh, <laughs> uh, right, yeah, I right. honestly <laughs> thought you were going to say there, Pete, yeah, but form's temporary class is permanent. <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't be relevant to Pete, weirdly. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, hello to uh, Tomo. Uh, all of this talk of Maltese Joe. I'm continuing the theme, Jim, yeah. if that's all right. And it's other referee, train, refereeing uh, shenanigans brought to mind an incident from my own Sunday league days some years ago. It was a cup game between two pub teams in rugby, as in the town. Uh, the appointed ref had failed to show, so a random friend of the other team who was hanging about kindly agreed to officiate. He did a pretty good job overall, but then an odd incident occurred in the final few minutes. As we prepared to take a corner, we realised the ref was down the other end of the field in heated conversation with some passerby, one of, <laughs> one of whom was walking a dog. It became apparent that the ref and the dog walker had some serious unfinished beef, uh, which they had now decided to revisit with insults being traded back and forth. Our ref proceeded to start throwing rocks from the side of the pitch at the dog walker, who in turn responded by, I kid you not, pulling a machete from his trousers and giving chase. At this point, chaos descended. Another player ran to his nearby flat and returned brandishing a golf club. Surprisingly enough, no one was hurt. It eventually all died down. Someone else stepped in to referee the final few minutes and we scraped a 2-1 victory. So well, there we go. Oh, Thank wow. you for that, Tomo. That pretty is big stuff. Pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, Steve Slugger Hooff. Um, little slugger. Uh, little little dear, slug. Dear a Ramble, your chat on the Pitch Invaders and Halloween masks got me reminiscing about my time as a lad watching Peterborough United at London Road. Every home game, eccentric keeper Fred Barber would run out with the team and sink to his knees in front of the London Road faithful, worshipping them whilst wearing a Freddy Krueger mask. Very bizarre, but I do remember going nuts with the rest of the crowd. Absolute low-league 90s folk hero. Here's a snap of him coming out at Wembley at a playoff game. This is what he wore at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's not Freddy Krueger. No. Uh, no, I think he's no, changed it up for Wembley. It's a bad guy so, from Poltergeist, though, is, is it? Yeah. Well, it's, so. an old, it's an old man's mask. It's basically Sven, isn't it, really? Yeah. No, it is not. It is basically well, it Sven. Isn't. Don't yeah. say that when Marcus is around. That's out of order. Genuinely yeah. upset, though. Well, no, it's just factual incorrect. Marcus, if he's had a go at Sven again, that's out of order. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Speaking of factual incorrectness, Dave, loving the new game, Luke. Unfortunately, I have to be that guy. He signed in July 06 but returned to Atalanta the following month, having never played a game. Who, Christian Vieri? Mm. Well, he signed for them. One them. of his clubs, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I don't You've understand why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not both, yeah. mate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank goodness <laughs> for going for gold. You see dude. what they like? Yeah, I know. for now. Uh, Mark Ridley, <laughs> hi all on Monday's pod. You briefly discussed professional footballing cricketers. Can I draw your attention to one such player who holds a unique record? This player being uh, Chris Balderston. He was a professional cricketer for Leicestershire and the footballer uh, for, amongst uh, other clubs, uh, Doncaster Rovers. As recently as uh, 15th of September 1975, Bolliston was playing a three-day county match at Derby. He finished batting at the end of the day two, uh, day two on 51 not out. I don't really understand cricket. At the close <laughs> of play, he changed into his football kit, drove 30 miles to Doncaster and played in a league match that evening against Brentford. It finished one all. That's impressive. After the game, he returned to Derby and the following morning carried on batting to score a century. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Bollestone had a first-class cricketing career spanning 25 years, then became an umpire and a professional football career lasting 20 years and over 500 games. Last dual professional uh, footballing cricketer was probably Andy Gorham playing for Rangers in Scotland at cricket. There we go. Wow. That's class. Mark, even hearing about that makes me tired. Ian Botham famously played for Scunthorpe as well, I think. Yeah. It was Kelly. Yeah. 
Go on for it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There we are. Oh, I've got a special announcement um, around a uh, su- supplementary section uh-huh. to the Luke email. Luke is pregnant. You got a jingle for that or not? I'm pregnant, yeah. Luke is pregnant with and news. And um, I'm going to reveal which of the three of you are the father. Ah, <laughs> after this. <laughs> could, could be any of the three of us. Yeah, it could the be. The way you carry um, on. Like. <laughs> I've got a special announcement courtesy of a Mr. John O'Reilly. You'll like this guy. John O'Reilly. He's currently the head coach of Armadale Soccer Club in Perth, Western Australia. Armadale are looking for a new striker and they've come to the Ramble community for help. It's too far for me to travel. Well, let me tell you the offer. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about the package. (laughs) I've already, I've already, I want my 15% because you've got to go. Um, um, Finalised deal. So Armadale Soccer Club play in the National Premier League in Western Australia. The NPL is the tier below the A-League. Right, so, second uh, tier. Yeah, each state, um, so whether it be New South Wales or Queensland or WA, mm-hmm. have a Premier League um, in the country. He says, um, and this is, I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, hand over to John now, who says Armadale uh, Soccer Club is predominantly a, a, a British club. Um, we're an unfashionable club built on great work ethic, blood, sweat and tears. Teams hate play, playing us and they're coming to our ground due to the atmosphere created by the Brunchies, our small ultras the group. Brunchies! Who start drinking at brunch time. Oh, um, wow. oh, less, he says, less, we did a Leicester last season, overachieved by winning the State Cup, a feat nobody thought would have uh, we could have done. Uh, we're semi-pro. There's a small wage uh, when you play. And he says, I also operate Macron WA, which I think is a sports shop. And I have a six-month job for our visa player to allow him to live and experience beautiful Western Australia with some of the best beaches in the world. Pre-season starts late November. Pre-season competition starts mid-Jan. And the season starts mid to late Feb and runs till August. You only need a working holiday visa to go over. Um, they're the, the WA, like I said, State Cup champions. Uh, and Perth is, by all accounts, a beautiful city. And the players successful will know that have an amazing time. If you think you're good enough to fit the bill and you really need to have played at a decent standard here, I'm afraid, Marcus. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um, send an email, including your football CV, to show at thefootballramble.com with <laughs> I want to be a socceroo in the title. Yeah. And we'll make sure we'll pass on the John and we'll see if we can find him a striker in time for the new season. What oh, about that? I'll do it. You, you said Bolt, not interested, yeah. mate. I wonder if I wonder Nelly, if you, you had your chance. Users. But Nelly Yoa. Yeah, I think they need to be a player at a good standard, mate. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. I've heard he's had a very interesting Stella. Yeah. So there you go. Show at thefootballramble.com with I want to be a socceroo in the title to go and play as a striker <laughs> for John O'Reilly's. Uh, Armadale Soccer Club. John, surely John O'Reilly, there's, he can do better than using us as agents. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Leave no stone unturned. <laughs> Love it. In your quest. He's the Barry Fry of Australian He's football. He's the yeah. Barry Fry. There Love that. Go. Love that. Right, gentlemen, back to the Premier League. And uh, Tottenham Hotspur got a win in Wolverhampton. An interesting debut for the young <laughs> Argentinian at the back for Spurs. Mm. Yeah, one fourth. Yeah, he... Uh, he gave away two penalties, but Pochettino was quick to say, no, he's an excellent player. And he does look like he's got bags of potential. Slightly sold up the river by the um, the recklessness of Kieran, Kieran Trippier. On both occasions, On really. both occasions, yeah. But he, he was a bit... It's a shame because we should be talking about this young man with a lot of potential and so on, but yeah, he did give away two He was pens. absolutely imperious against West Ham in the Cup. Yeah. He was fantastic. He looked... As, as we were saying the other, um, probably yesterday, I think, on WhatsApp, he was fantastic outside of those two penalties, mm-hmm. but that's got a bit of the... You know, apart from that, how did you enjoy the theatre, Mrs. Lincoln? Yeah. You know, it's, it, yeah. it's that type of thing. But, but um, I, I sort of do. I do agree with you guys on the second penalty where he's massively sold at the river. The first one, Trippier tries a back heel nutmeg in his own right back position, yeah. which I imagine Pochettino mm. would have been very upset about. Yeah, but he's got three lines in his head still. Yeah, quite exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, 
the striker, the wall striker's going away from goal mm. when Forth comes in quite late yeah. and takes him out. I don't know if he necessarily needed to make that challenge. It was a bit Chris Smalling. It was a little bit. It had a bit of the Smalling about it. And there is no worse criticism than that <laughs> for a player at top club. Poor it's Trebius form this season, just all about he's people. Been awful. Okay. He's well, it's because he had such a good World Cup. It's not, it can't be tiredness. Can't, every player can't be tired. But is it just the focus on him? People just seem to be marking up with him. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because yeah. he was all right against Fulham when we went to see him. Because Fulham just didn't give a shit. I was going to say that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him play a few times this season. And I've not ever really been impressed with him. Against Man City, he was dreadful. Mm. He was dreadful. But, you know, Spurs are an interesting case. It's a curious situation there because they have a lot of these players who've gone deep in the World Cup. And that is going to have an effect, Pete. I understand what you're saying. Mm. But the second point is that because of this stadium thing, I know. played a horrendous amount of away days. Yep. I mean, I've never yeah. played eight away games already yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, it's so, remarkable that they're still, well, they're fourth, aren't they? Yeah. You know, and, a handful and, of points off the top. And they've signed no players. Uh, yet the same at the same time they've had their f- best start to the Premier League. So. Yeah. I know. And also, what I find really interesting about this situation is how um, and there was a little bit of this with Jamie Carragher um, last week. So Spurs seem to be being really criticised for having to pay for the stadium. Like, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Steal you one. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite, <laughs> what, <laughs> what way around that? It's there for them. But yeah, and, and, and <laughs> mean? we're seeing a massively. Um, hugely biased towards the top clubs Premier League this season like we've never seen before yeah. I was reading yesterday Tell that it to Bournemouth mate well I'll come on to them in a moment Chelsea I won't Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea and Liverpool uh, are on 27 points after 11 games for every single season for the last 98 years that would be enough to be top yeah. mm. Man City are top with two points more that's wow. how good Man City are and I, I don't know the exact stacks I've not got it in front of me but the top five teams I think it's the top five have Taken something like 115 out of 120 odd points from yeah. against teams against in the bottom 14 or 15 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's a huge, um, top heavy Premier League yeah. season. The likes we've never seen before. There was also um, there was a stat match of the day yesterday. The top three are still unbeaten, which is the first time, or actually no, the second time in history, I think, in in the top flight that's, happened. that's ever happened. Crazy, yeah. amazing. Someone's got to give. Man United aren't a part of it though. No, they're not. No. They're absolutely not. They're but yeah, not. but Marcus, you're right to point out Bournemouth. I mean, they obviously were beaten. Um, at the weekend by those Manchester un- United unfortunately because they started off very mm, very they well did, they did yeah uh, but going to Spurs a funny one because they were dominant in the first half 3-0 yeah. up and that's the thing that well that, they're 3-0 up after, after an hour weren't uh, they? sorry sorry yeah. they, should, they shouldn't have sorry. to kind of bring players on at 3-0 because they're going oh my god yeah. we're in big trouble <laughs> it's crazy uh, you know Lamella was excellent and mm. they, they oh, were god. Lamella's that, that one two he played I forget who it was with for the first goal was it maybe Christian Eriksen um, it took the Look, took took half of Wolves' team out. Yeah. Such yeah. a simple move. Him, him, him and um, Moore, from what I've seen, him and Moore have been their best players this season. Yeah. They, they I have been fan. Lamella's, I think, for the first time, I think, for a while, because that's serious. He had a hip injury. He was out for a year, mm. wasn't he? It was a long time. I think he's a, he's a decent preseason. He's, he knows his role now, and he's really coming into his own. I think he's at his best goal return already. Yeah. Um, in, in a Spurs shirt for a season, so he's doing very well. But not not too comforting, you know, if you're three 0 up. And then they they have to see the game out mm. yeah. at three two. But we've got to mention Morgan Gibbs White, who looked excellent when he came on for Joao Moutinho. So pretty big fit, shoes to fill, you know, mm. coming on. And he was a starter in the under seventeen World Cup final for England, of course. I think he even scored in the final as well. But they were talking about him on Match of the Day, and you saw the type of play he was, and you think, oh, hello, mm. one of those players. We Get into normally... Germany. Yes, we've got loads of them now. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've got loads of them now, haven't we? Yeah, I think we do. We've got a few. I mean, we were talking. Oh, wait, is it? <laughs> 2020 well, and that's what we're bringing Rain Rooney back after yeah. <laughs> later later don't jump ahead I shot a bottle earlier there haven't I I couldn't resist it get a bit, yeah. of, get a bit of wazzer in there indeed we want Gibbs White in there we want to see we, we enjoy seeing Barkley we want to see more of Loftus-Cheek see all these players mm. get them ready for the Euros yeah 
and then uh, it will be ours. OK, let's move on to uh, Manchester City. A big win against Southampton. Uh, the story of the game, of course, Southampton ended the gold drought. <laughs> they did. Southampton are concentrating on the new Euro Super League. Mm. Which they will no doubt be invited <laughs> I, to. Yeah, I'm not that, convinced I mean, they'll be. Good lord, they were dreadful at yeah. the back. Imagine, I mean, that, Mark, was, Hugh, were... imagine Mark Hughes at the end of the game. So, Pep, what do you reckon about the uh, Super League? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I get an invite to the party? Oh. You know, um, How do you know about it? <laughs> you know Steve Grant, who is a yes. friend of the Rambles, follows Southampton and, and England, England home and away. Mm. Uh, he tweeted shortly after the full time result against Man City. And if you are of a delicate disposition, Press the mute button. Here we now. go. Here we go. Bin. All of you cunts, get in the bin. <laughs> fuck them all off. Hashtag Saints FC. <laughs> <laughs> so he's oh, uh, he's made his feelings quite clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Man City were great, but they Southampton were. were piss poor. Yeah, it was a perfect <laughs> storm, wasn't it? We've seen some shellackings in the Premier League, but there yeah. were a couple of examples of like it was like it was like the whole game was taking place in Southampton's box. It was just pick their way through at will. It was like. They they all just looked lost and confused. Their and defending sad. was so bad. They looked man. They made Man City look shit at times. That's how bad their defending was <laughs> well, in they, the box. They just kept dropping. What? Because you're balls thinking Man City should be having twenty goals. Here. <laughs> yeah. And they've only got that, six. that passage of play where Man City had the ball in the box for ages and eventually they got foot. And I appreciate what they the, made Man City look bad. Yeah, then, I thought I because they were just kind of whiffing the ball at, at the le- defenders' well, it was legs because like, they couldn't get it out. So you know when the, a player goes down and they're saying <laughs> put the ball out and people go, are, are we still playing? Yeah. There was an element of that going on. For I mean, minutes for 90 minutes although oddly if you look at the stats I think Southampton had about 12 shots yeah, on goal. It's, quite the, it's the most that you've had against them which is mad yeah exactly <laughs> and they might have had another goal as well but but my well, goodness I mean let's be fair I know it's not going to mean much to people listening coming from me because everyone knows I support Portsmouth mm-hmm. but Southampton are an awful team and, yeah, and Mark thought, Hughes is, is, is not a very good manager the point, yeah. you, the point that uh, Newcastle went against them was an embarrassment uh, yeah. <laughs> Luke are you looking forward to the South Coast derby next season in the championship I don't think Portsmouth are going to get relegated are they no, yeah, of course I am. If it happens, that'd be great. I think Portsmouth have got a really good chance of getting promoted. Southampton, you just don't know in the Premier League. You feel like Southampton have got a really good chance of getting relegated. <laughs> yeah, I do. Phrase it that way. I do. Well, you well, know, Mark Hughes, it takes, it takes a little bit of what, time to uh, get going. Well, how long is Hughes going to be it. there if it carries on? Well, like this is—I mean, it looks like they're going to have to make a decision on that sooner rather yeah. than later because it's not just the fact that the—you uh, know—they're not getting points on the board. It's, it's the manner of it. Like that, just—he looked so frustrated and understandably because they were—they were just embarrassed. But Danny Murphy said something interesting on the telly yesterday. He's, cause he, I mean, obviously he's played under Mark mm. Hughes and he said, he showed the analysis of how Southampton set up against City and how they implemented their game plan or whatever. And he said, I, I'm sorry, I've worked with Mark Hughes. I can't believe he's asked them to play like that. Yeah. I don't believe that he's told them to play a high line but not press the ball. Mm. You know, if you want it, the two ways of approaching it are play a, bank four, a back four and a five and just sit deep and try and frustrate Benitez. them. Or you, yeah, or you press. And they're doing neither of those things and mm-hmm. I don't think Mark Hughes told them to do that. So, Essentially, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but implying that they're just not—they're not playing for well, it. I think they just mm. lost their heads very early. If you're getting blitzed like that, uh, and you, you're very, very aware that the team that you're playing are just that much better than you, yeah. I think it's—you know—can mm. you know, it's the Mike the Tyson telly. thing, isn't it? It's like you know, everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face. Exactly, absolutely right. And the, th- the thing that's true, yeah, that is true. The thing that um, would concern me about Southampton, though, if I was in a position to care what happens to them, uh, <laughs> unbelievable, is—is is, that—is it their their model is. They bring these players through and they sell them on for big, big, um, for big money. Mm. Yeah, a new player comes through on the production line and they do, and it's, that's how it works, isn't it? That's what's kept mm. them in the Premier League. It's hard to think of a, of a player or two that are coming through and yeah, making a real difference up. for them at the moment. It's, yeah, it appears that it might have dried up. If that's the case, I mean, they're in big trouble. They're in big trouble. Big trouble. Sergio Aguero scored his 150th Premier League goal. Oof. Only Alan Shearer 
predecessor for Alexander Mitrovich, scored <laughs> uh, or reached 150 goals in the Prem quicker than Aguero. I think he's the only, only Thierry Henry and Wayne Rooney have scored more for a single club in the Premier League. Is that, right? that is correct, Luke yeah. Moore. That I is get. correct. You just got to mention these things because I mean, I, I know that when you talk about you know Messi and Ronaldo's all these records and so on, but Aguero's just yeah, been I, such a I, phenomenal I, servant. for yeah, We've said this before on, on the show. Like it does feel like he's somehow slightly underrated. Yeah, and perhaps it's yeah. because he's grown as City have grown. So he, he wasn't perhaps viewed as sort of like if he moved to a club now, it'd be a huge signing for anybody. But he's sort of just been there for so long. Yeah, and also you can make. I know City have, uh, are a proud club, and they you know they're a big club, and they've had some great players over the years. But there is a feeling that they're making a lot of their history now. Mm-hmm. And you could, I'm sure, there's plenty out there who know more about it than I do. But you could probably make an argument to say that a couple of these players, Company, Silva, Aguero, particularly. Arguably, some of Man City's best ever players. Yeah, yeah, Torre as well. And playing playing in uh, the the best league in the world. I'm not saying that in a kind of Sky Sports kind of way. Aguero's playing at a higher level than Alan Shearer ever did. Let's make that very clear. Has he ever scored against Steve Grizovic? I don't think so. Has he had the opportunity, though? Has he had the opportunity? Roll Steve O out now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what happens. And then we'll see. All right, after the break, we're going to talk about the Championship and the WhatsApp group. See you in a moment. Jose Mourinho, the man who stole the show. You're the special one and your dynamo. Whoa, whoa. Always a pleasure. Never gets old. Always a pleasure. The preview show is out on Thursday. It's happening, people. It is happening. Um, How did our best better get on? He's out on his ear. Yeah. Both teams did score in the Arsenal-Liverpool game, Mm -hmm. but Liverpool did not win the game. So we need a new one. Show at thefootballramble.com with... I want to be a... No, with best bet, <laughs> best bet in the subject line and I'll pick another one Thursday. Before I go back to you, Marcus, um, quick uh, plug for Acast Plus. Oh, yeah. For those listening. It's only £1.99 a month uh, if you subscribe through the Acast app. You get ad-free rambles so no adverts at all. You get exclusive early access to our Ramble Meet specials uh, before they're available on general release and you get bonus listener-curated episodes. And the next one of those, I believe, is out next Tuesday for those asking. Mm-hmm. Do check out Acast Plus through the Acast cast app for just £1.99 a month I mean what can you buy for £1.99 I mean there will be ads for my goalkeeping school in it Okay, you can't we'll, get rid of those ads we'll talk about that later no, you're yeah, ba- you baking those into the audio yeah, right? okay. <laughs> I'm looking, right. for the, looking forward to the listener curated show the request show as I like to affectionately because you like it. to think of yourself as a sort of podcast Mark Goodyear a bit mm. yeah, yeah. A bit sort of DJ vibe a bit Simon Mayo although mm. Pete you, you, you're you a DJ you know you go around and people hand some, you pieces of paper some repute what do they say on the pieces of paper please stop this <laughs> That's Acast Plus, £1.99 a month through the Acast app. Cheap at twice the price. Go get yourself involved. Get Keep yourself. us in a studio. Yeah. Keep us mm. in housing and food. Uh-huh. And in Pete's case, uh, funny Japanese-flavoured Kit yes. Kats. Keep Jim nourished. Yeah. Mm. Is what I would He's say. He's hungry. Nutritionally yeah. as well scurvy. as intellectually. <laughs> Mostly nutritionally. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the championship. Big win for Norwich away to Sheffield Wednesday. The Canaries were top of the table until Leeds beat Wigan. Love that. Yes. I'd, I hadn't seen Norwich top of the table. I, if they have been top of the table, I, I just hadn't noticed them because, of course, we were talking about Sheffield United last week and how the top of the championship changes all the time. West Brom were top the other week. And then suddenly Norwich were there and then Leeds were there, Jim. You just cannot take your eyes off it. <laughs> Jim doesn't yeah. care. He's mostly right off. Jim drawing his face. His eyes off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why just look at your face? All right. A point I want to make um, about Leeds was that um, in their game at the weekend, uh, they beat, uh, was it Wigan? Wigan. Yeah, they Paul beat Wigan Cooks away. Wigan. Have mm. you seen that video that's been doing the rounds Which about one? them trying to get the ball back? 
It oh. is unbelievable. With the, yeah. So Wigan are, uh, get the ball off Leeds and they hit him on the break. And I don't know who the, the Wigan player is, but he's, he's driving towards the goal. And it's going to sound ridiculous if you haven't seen it. Sounds Trust like Maltese me. Joe driving but, towards the yeah, goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with his feet. Um, there's, there are eight Leeds players uh-huh. busting a gun. I have seen sprinting, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they surround him like a swarm of bees and get the ball back. Old uh, Goodman. Was it Goodman who was uh, punditing on that? That's right, yeah. He was he loving, loving it. Yeah. it. And that is really what Bielsa does, I suppose. The, yeah, the yeah. work they do without the ball is phenomenal. Look it up. Yeah. Go on Twitter or whatever, whatever social media you use and find it because it's an astonishing... Um, passage of play and that's why they'll all be knackered by January and as I say they're doing that instead in May I'll eat my hat <laughs> do you think that means we could see Bielsa back in the, well back in the Premier League in the Premier League well, I hope so it, wouldn't that be that'd be big news for us would it not yeah. I hope so it would be, really it'd be so. quite Bielsa like though if they did get promoted for him to just go oh, I've I'm off. This now. I'm, yeah. Am I right in saying that Leeds United on their current on their club shop are selling a Marcelo Bielsa style bin to sit on for £80 Eighty pounds. Eighty pounds so. seems I think excessive. So. I think so. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What's wrong with a nice tin bucket like our woolly? Yeah. Oh well, exactly. That's, yeah, that's, I, that's, that's, that's a good thinking. point. I, I can't be eighty quid. Well, I'm just saying. That's Unless what I read. it's made of platinum gold. Could did be. you see the little boy dressed up as Bielsa? <laughs> yeah, right. that was very good. Great, yeah, we yeah. did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, so Leeds are top, but but Norwich are on the same points. Thirty second on goal difference, of course. Four wins on the bounce for those Canaries. I did enjoy Norwich boss Daniel Fark saying after the match, "We are pretty happy with this result and also the performance." Good. Pretty happy. Yeah, he's four nil away from home. Improvement to Pretty go. Fly. Exactly. You see, keep them on their toes. Uh, and you know, Paul Lambert, he's got to get Ipswich. What would he sort of? They need to be aware of where their toes are. On their feet again. Yeah. On their feet. Yeah. Get the yeah. Heel Start first. The basics. They need to be on their heels and then on the. Get toes. them off the bones of their ass. Yeah. <laughs> Onto their feet. <laughs> well, they got a point in his first game in charge. They're still five points adrift of safety. I mean, they did get a point, but I mean, the, the other team. Yeah. For the last fifteen minutes, had a striker in goal. <laughs> Was it a striker? Because it was Paul Gallagher, wasn't it? It was he Paul came... Gallagher, who scored, I think, for Preston. He came on, yeah. scored, went in goal, and made quite a good save towards the end. Yeah, it was for the what cameras, but still. Yeah. What but we want still. to see. It was right at him, but yeah. he, he flicked his legs up in the end, pushed mm. it over the bar. That's I interesting. It. Do you, I approach that quite differently. If, if there's an outfield player in goal, I don't want to see them do well. I want to see like shots going from, from everyone. Yeah, Do you same. approach it more that you want them to oh, I suddenly want them to do amazing? pull-off wonder saves. Interesting. Surely you want to see some goals as well, though. One square no, one on the keeper. No, yeah. Come on. No. Shoot from anywhere. Remember no, when Vinnie Jones an... went in at St. James's Park once? I want him to have an incredible day, a day you know, in goal. Marcus, you know why Pete wants him to do well? Because he always gets put in goal for his Sunday yeah, team. That's, that's what I do terribly. Do you? Have you, have you let in some stinkers? Uh, no stinkers, but I am only five foot eight. What's the worst one you've let in? Georgie Kangpos is only five foot seven, I think. He, he also played uh, up top. Yeah. So there we go. Not for your Sunday team. <laughs> so, so there the we go. Yeah. Completed. <laughs> yeah. And you both wear ridiculous clothes <laughs> that you design yourself, <laughs> which catches the eye though, yeah, and is does. appreciated around the globe. Okay, Cheers, mate. So get off his back, ladies and gentlemen. My tiny back. Uh, yes, but at least Paul Lambert had a good time. He said the excitement was unbelievable. <laughs> at least Paul the Lambert the had atmosphere a good time. was brilliant, and I loved it. Nice. Good. Good to see him back. You can't yeah. give a good man down, as we always but say. You're not going to stay up with 40 draws, so oh. do something about it. <laughs> Let's go to the WhatsApp group, everybody. Play that jingle, Petey. Oh, I forgot about I forgot about it. That's why I said play the jingle, yeah, Petey, because so. I saw that you weren't paying attention. You have to do a series of sort of signs and gestures. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but if you see it, I can't, I've got to find it on this board of many chops. Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. No, we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! It's the WhatsApp group, everybody. Talking about good men and you can't keep them down, Wayne Rooney will represent England one more time against the US at Wembley. He did miss a penalty for his club 
in the uh, in the playoff or you know mm. whatever it's called. And in the uh, playoffs, they're out, aren't they? They're out. They're not going to be challenging for the MLS but or he, MLS Cup anymore. But he single-handedly reversed the fortunes of that. Club. I know it's a, such He's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame that he was uh, one of I think two penalty mm. misses in that shootout because yeah. he has been very very good this season and that's why he's back in the England side it's all on merit <laughs> he's there on sod merit. what we're doing yeah. do you get, get the impression that like this has been done over Southgate's head yeah well, is it, isn't it, isn't well okay I think what it is is they're playing the US they're probably not going to get too many people turning up to Wembley to see a it's friendly it's a decent charity isn't it it's a decent exactly it's a charity thing I think that there's a bit of that and also the Germans did it with Podolski I think the Italians did it with Baggio why can't the English do it I think the Dutch Rooney? might have done it with Schneider as well mm-hmm. really but I, I want. Are the Danish going to do it for Bentner? Maybe they will if they get one day release. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> but, but I'm sort of torn with this because, you know, I know you, I see your point, Jim, about Southgate, and I want because this is essentially a warm up game for the Croatian Nations League yes. game, right? Which is an yeah. important game. Yeah, but we, did you see what we did to Spain? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that's it. We're already well over. Yeah. <laughs> We've cracked it now, so we're bring yeah. them all back. But but so I wonder whether I. I I guess it, a large part of it depends on how the manager approaches it. Mm. If the manager is going to play Rooney in the number 10 position and build the whole team around him for the whole game. <laughs> it would be brilliant. That's a joke. Imagine, yeah. right? If he's going to go in the squad at the behest of a third or fourth keeper or something, because at some point, I think at one he's point... He's not going to go in goal. So, no, but Southgate's picked four keepers at one Yeah, when one, the one, squad is a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah, so then I guess that's fine if you give him a little, yeah. little send-off. What, but put I, him in net? No, not put him in net. <laughs> I, I just feel it's... Do you feel this is a bit of a shame, though? I do know what you I, mean. I don't want to sound like an old man, grumpy no, 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 old man. I, I get what you're saying. For me, an England cap should mean something. Yeah. Mm. And if you think of all the caps that Peter Shilton, who's the record holder, got, well, he's Bobby been Moore, kicking and, off himself, isn't he? About yeah. Thing. And Billy Wright, all these great players from down yeah. the years. You, David you want, Beckham. You weren't quite. Oh, no, yeah. actually, David Beckham less because he he that was at the period when England would play a lot more games. Ashley Cole. Stop this. Well, he's got a lot of England caps. But what I'm saying is, they used to they. Back in the day, the I know tradition, they yeah. used to mean an awful lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dan, again, not to mention Danny Murphy, but he, he said that he, in that season that Liverpool won three cups, mm. uh, he was playing you know, a lot for Liverpool. And at that point, I think he was 23 or 24. He still didn't have an England cap. Now they seem to be dished out all the time. Yeah. And if that's part of a, a wider process that Southgate wants to do with the youth teams bringing them through, I get that. But this flies in the face of that, I think, in my opinion. I think it's because there's a, there's a charity thing and against the US drum up a bit more interest. I think that's probably something to do with it. And if that is, then that is a bit of a shame because it is a warm-up game. But if that's the case, Marcus, then should it be counted as a full international? Because you can have testimonials and you can have games yeah. that are warm-up games and all the rest of it. Should it count as Put an actual game? Put him in soccer aid. Yeah, he could go and do soccer aid if he wants to do that, race some yeah. money. It's a bit unfair on the opposition. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, they'd love it. <laughs> Would they, Jim? Speaking on behalf of the rest of the world, at soccer with that bloke yeah. from, put the block from one direction in. Jonathan Wilkes. Jonathan Wilkes. Marcus, you can play in that one. Do you know yeah. what? It's about time. I'm kicking on in years, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. All right. I've got one good sprint in me per game. <laughs> Make sure it's an accurate. But that pass. was always the case. <laughs> uh, there yeah. we go. Well, you know, Waz will be back. Get them all back. So uh, there we are. Talking of aging players, Didier Drogba has won another trophy at the age of forty. Scored the winning goal for Phoenix Rising against Orange County to win the Western Conference Championship. He's been there for a little while now, He has, he? Yeah. yeah. He joined in April 2017 and became the co-owner, which apparently makes him, or made him at the time, I don't know if it's still the case, at the first ever player-owner in the history of football. 
What about um, incredible? Was Rivaldo not involved in one of those? Well, yeah, I, but he was the first one, according isn't to isn't Jamal Lascelles the new? Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's yeah. becoming that way. Isn't it? So nice about Sp- the boss. Speaking of own that club, uh, they play in the division below MLS. They do, yeah, in the uh, United Soccer League. That's right. And but they play the Eastern Conference Championship winners this week, so well, they could win another one. It's the, the equivalent of the MLS Cup. Fine. That club, At the age of 40, come on. That's good, yeah, it's good. And it's physical, it's fast in America, it's not... Uh... That, that, that club's also co-owned by Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy and oh, wow. Diplo, the DJ. Yeah, <laughs> blimey. They're all getting involved. Donny, you've got a share? <laughs> I, I get on with Pete Wentz because I've interviewed him a few times. I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, He's quite good involved. at soccer as well. I've, 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 I've done keep ups with him. <laughs> I'm getting in the. I'm trying to get in the, trying to stuck Pete up Wentz. to him. I just want. I just want his phone number. You got method. Yeah, yeah. this new goalkeeping thing you might be interested in. Me and Pete, yeah. Pete Wentz might just get on. That's all. Yeah, we good. do get on. Well, he co-owns that club, so get yeah. involved if you want. <laughs> there you go. Do Gary Neville and Harry Redknapp get on? <laughs> we heard no. them earlier. We Harry Redknapp wants to smack his head off a tee with a golf ball. Very, very violent. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, quite unequivocal, really. There's no need for mm. that. Is there? There's no, no need for it. But do we enjoy it? Yes. <laughs> That's true. Some of you would have seen this, of course, Gary Neville responding to Harry and Nat being all angry with him and that. Because yeah. if you remember last time we spoke, uh, I think it was on Thursday, that Harry Redknapp had the raving needle <laughs> I love that. with Gary Neville, which he, is never a good the thing. Ump. Yeah, he had the ump. He had the raving needle and all that. And old Red has said that Neville was a terrible manager for Valencia. I mean, we can all agree on that. Mm. Even yeah, Gary would agree. Of, absolutely. I don't think Gary would put How much of an argument. You all right? Hello. All right. How you doing? Remember that one? <laughs> Yeah. That was when he was introduced to all the players. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> looking for property in Manchester. Yeah. Um, Neville worked it out and, ho- and helpfully put it on a spreadsheet for all of us that he actually had a better win percentage for Valencia than Redknapp did when he was at QPR in Birmingham City. I mean, it's not a he, surprise, is it? Yeah, well, Neville he had a win percentage. fire up Excel for this. Somebody must have said No, Neville's him. definitely... He's, I was going to say, oh, yeah, Peter. No, all over I'm amazed, Gary. I'm amazed on. that there was not more, more columns. I bet he used frankly. an autofill macro rather than uh, writing his own Well, he might formulas. have got Fizzer to help him. Get all <laughs> snobby on flipping Excel. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I know you're just saying. Let, let's all agree. Familiarity with Excel scripts is probably minimal. I think well, you're it, wrong. Look. I think you're wrong. I think Gary Neville's exactly the kind of guy who yeah, would spend the time on pettily yep. Yep. filling out a spreadsheet Definitely. to prove himself right. Well, and, he he and he has. He has. Some he has. equals. No, Cara, I mean, Cara would just spit in someone's face. <laughs> Gary, he'd get the spreadsheet out. If it was Gary in the car going past that, that fan, <laughs> he he'd pull out his laptop and go, actually, statistically, I am 48% better than you as a human being. You make him Off sound like Al out of Quantum Leap. He's a bit, yeah. Why yeah. again the Quantum Leap? Yeah. It's been They're not going to remake it. They might remake it. Anyway, 36% win. Uh, Chance of saving. Yeah, uh, Gary Neville had in Spain, whereas Old Redders, 34% at, uh, at QPR and 31 at Birmingham City. I mean, he's picked his clubs there, though, hasn't he? Yeah. No, but, no, but they were the last two club jobs, I think, yeah, unless I'm that, mistaken. But, but that adds to the pettiness so much for me. <laughs> it's brilliant. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And that involved QPR getting promoted, by the way, which shows you how bad they were in the Premier League. <laughs> do, we, do we all hope that this runs and runs? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, didn't wasn't Gary Neville using the, uh, the laughing emojis yes, uh, yes. when he posted all this? But Harry Redknapp isn't going to be Twitter literate enough to to understand that Twitter it so yeah Twitter it indeed yeah. Mm. so I, I don't Gary's just trolling him here isn't he who works, Harry won't who, know that Harry works, doesn't have a mobile phone I don't know who's read this yeah how do, who works read as Twitter dog is it uh, <laughs> yeah. Rosie is Rosie it Rosie no, Rosie's Rosie passed away dog. now don't be out of order uh, that is out of order uh, yeah Okay. She's passed away. Oh, yeah, we're going to I hope it there. runs and runs, though. I w- I'd like to get Fizzer's comments on it. Fizzer! Mm. What do you reckon Fizzer thinks Fizzer about it? Would Fizzer's a- whispers. Fizzer. <laughs> Fizzer's <laughs> wicked whispers. Who's Fizzer again? <laughs> Phil, Phil Neville. Neville. Phil Neville. Phil Neville. Fizzer would try and defend his brother 
and then mug him off in the process accidentally. Yeah. And Gary go, what are you doing? When, when, some, when he first appeared on co-commentary on the BBC and someone much more witty than us said, oh yeah, he, he commentates like he's in the cupboard and doesn't want to be discovered. <laughs> I cannot get that out of my mind ever yeah. since. He, he does, he goes like that. Why you should have done that? He doing an impression of a commentator. He's <laughs> at the end of his, he's like a teacher sort of. He's got, listen, I, I'm not the enemy here. Yeah. I'm just trying to get through the day. My, my whisper percentage is 100%. <laughs> Pete, do you remember what, Pete, you remember when we went to that quiz and old Fizzer was the quiz master? Yeah, old was, Quizzer, as we called him. Could, <laughs> yeah, it was funny because he couldn't uh, name the captain of the women's football team that he was about to go and manage. Don't flip in. Yeah, bring it just back saying. to that. What? Wicked oh, whispers. Mr. Why the right on, not me, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Mr. Right Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> the right honourable Donaldson. Wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I, I think we need to go, don't yeah. we? More wicked whispers. It's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. It's been lovely having Pete Donaldson back. Something we can all definitely agree don't be rude uh, we look forward to speaking to you on Thursday for the preview show thank you very much Luke Moore thank you thank you Pete Donaldson Bye. thank you Jim Campbell good night it's goodbye from me this was a Radio Stakano production 